Dr. Choi, you're in the house. Good morning, Rich. Good morning, Nasara. Good morning, world. Hey, thanks for coming <laughs> in. And uh, I know it's not a fun podcast topic. And one of these days, uh, I, I'll tell you the same thing I told Dr. Alejandro. One of these days, we're going to do a podcast just about you. And it can be fun. <laughs> but today, we're going to talk about some serious stuff. So let's jump right into it. So the coronavirus has, the story has evolved a great deal since my last podcast with Dr. Alejandro. Indeed, it has. Absolutely. So thanks for coming in. Um, we're going to try to keep the public abreast and do one of these like each week. Uh, but in the meantime, Nosara just got to the part of it where it seems like people are starting to self-quarantine themselves a little bit. But there's still a lot of people that are out and about. So what are your thoughts on people going to restaurants, going to shops, or continuing running their businesses right now? What's your What's your opinion on that? Well, I think that now, as we're seeing, and we're in a time of crisis, and in the last few weeks, we have been asked by health officials, health officials from around the world, from Costa Rica, to exercise social distancing, stay home, avoid going to uh, crowded places, to places with conglomerations. Uh, all of these places you just mentioned fall into that category. So people shouldn't be out and about. That's the idea of what should be happening right now. People, we all should be staying home, isolating, uh, and, you know, avoiding contact, close contact with others. So pull back on the restaurant visits, pull back on e even things small as a restaurant visit. Absolutely. Going to the office, you would still encourage pulling back and just, just hanging out at home. Yeah. And, you know, there's my opinion. There's uh, what, what we see with the world nowadays and what's happening with the current advice that we're giving that is, we're being given. And we can also see the outcome in the last few days, last few weeks of how the spread continues. And we can make a, a, a decision or we can make a judgment and say, hmm, it's continuing to spread. Something is happening here. It seems that if we go out and about, it continues to to spread. We're, con we're continuing to uh, have this disease. So that's our, our judgment. Uh, it can be my opinion. And we also have government issued uh, mandates like right now Costa Rica is under sanitary order of isolation staying home bars are closed discotheques are closed casinos are closed public schools are closed private schools are closed universities uh, the borders announcement just happened as well the boards will be closing as of tomorrow 11 59 p.m. now are you a big fan of what's happening right now as in the actions that the government's taking or do you feel that they're taking it too far i think that those are the proper measures uh, i'm not gonna judge or criticize the government it's measures that should have been taken earlier we have been under raid for about a couple of months now that the whole world has seen it and we have been slowly watching other countries do so it's beginning by by china how they closed their borders and they, they started a containment, a small containment in this situation that just got out of control. So yes, we should all be exercising the same measures throughout the world. Um, it's, it's a time to be responsible because I have to be responsible for myself and for others. So if we have to be put under martial law, if we have to be mandated by our governments to stay home, to stop the traveling, to put the uh, airplanes on the ground to stop every kind of travel, ground, air, land. 
it, it's this is the time because we are living right now a, a pandemic. We're living something that we've only read about in the books, only in history. So this is the time to get together as a humanity, as humankind, and act on this. Because the only day, only way to get ahead of this is by everybody pitching in. And it's simple to pitch in. You have to stay home. You have to do regular hygiene. We're not being asked to do anything extraordinary. We just have to wash our hands, cover when we sneeze, cover when we cough. These are things that I, I was taught when I was a little boy. And now they're coming in pretty handy because they're going to keep me healthy and I'm going to be able to go and help others stay healthy in the meantime. What's the most important thing for you right now out of all of this? Most important thing is that we all put our hands in our hearts and and realize what's happening. These are our times of, of change. We're watching every day the statistics go up. We're watching messages from other countries such as Italy and Spain from the population doing videos on different media urging us, please do not make the same mistake we made. We went to the supermarket, we went to the movies, we went on a parade, we went to a concert. And these are the countries that are showing an exponential growth in the new cases. So the most important thing is to be conscious and self-isolate, practice social distancing and practice measures of hygiene. Okay. So how long do you recommend for the self-isolation or the self-quarantine? Well, we have to go with what are the health officials are saying in the matter. We're looking at at least a 14-day isolation period if you're traveling from areas that have that condition. Okay. If you are exhibiting symptoms of the condition that may may well as be the same of the flu, uh, sneezing, coughing, uh, runny nose. Well, we have that right now, so I'd like to talk about that more. We have grip aids already going around. Absolutely, and it's something that worries us. So imagine in a time nowadays that we have this potentially deadly virus going out that looks and acts exactly the same as the common cold. So if I have a common cold and I go out and about and I get you sick somehow, the first thing that you're going to think about is, do I have that new deadly virus or do I have a common cold? So that's the first thing that you can do. You can have, you can help others have peace of mind by not spreading a common cold. Since we don't know what's going on and there's another reality, there are not enough tests for everybody. Uh, this is only done by government at government, um, facilities, uh, like the hospital. Uh, we can all, all not be tested. So the best and easiest measure is to self-isolate. Just like any other day, at least for me, if I have the cold, if I have anything that might be contagious, I stay home. I don't go to school. I avoid the workplace. And that's why also it should be important for, uh, for the employers to be lenient with their staff. If you're sick, please don't come to the workplace. Don't get the rest of the staff members sick. Their families are also going to get sick. Their children are going to get sick. And that's why the most important thing right now is to avoid going out to public places, whether you're sick or you're not. Uh, and even more so if you're sick, because right now we're in a, in a stage that 
if you go out and you get one person sick, they're going to get another person sick. They're going to get other people sick. This is just going to start exponential growth of the amount of people that are currently sick. This is going to increase the cases that will need uh, hospital attention. This will increase the cases that need uh, intensive care unit attention, that we're not ready. We are not prepared. We simply do not have enough resources. We, Costa Rica, we, the world, if the whole population gets sick or a large number of the population gets sick, it will be impossible. Health services are going to be and already are overwhelmed all over the world. So how do we stop this? By bringing down the curve. We keep hearing about the curve and the peak of the curve. This is a moment where the virus is contagious. There's a period of time, about five, six days, that you don't know if you're uh, contagious or not, that you have symptoms or not, that we're spreading it around. If we don't stop now, the cases are just going to multiply exorbitant through the next few months. That's going to make more people have to access the health services. This is going to make them collapse. Understood. So the importance is that by flattening the curve, we allow the health service to have a break. So to recap, you're a big fan of the border closings. You're definitely an advocate of self-quarantine, hang out at home, minimize your outside exposure. Um, another question for you is what is the different symptoms between gripe, which feels pretty bad when you have it, and then the coronavirus? Like, what are the what's the main differences that people should be looking for? Right now, you should look for fever. A common cold, a common gripe will give you um, just a slight increase, but probably won't reach over 38 Celsius, that being. 99.9, close to 100. So the main symptom will be fever above 100 Fahrenheit, coughing, and difficulty breathing, feeling like you cannot catch your breath. Those are the three main symptoms to difference between a common cold and coronavirus. I think that helps solve a lot of confusion for a lot of people, especially a lot of people who have uh, gripe right now. Absolutely. We were very concerned. Yeah, it's important to have a thermometer home or uh, to, to check on this as, as the principle. And if you're in doubt, stay home. You make a call to your local doctor. You make a call to the hotline. Yeah, let's talk about the hotline since you brought that up. Um, the hotline, the number is 1322, correct? Correct. So if you exhibit the symptoms and think you may have the coronavirus, that's the number you call. They do not call you. They call that number. Is that correct? That is a government-based phone number. So that's for the general public. Okay. So th uh, we're also answering questions privately. So if database. I get sick tomorrow and I feel like I have the symptoms... Should I call you or should I call that number? You should feel free to call that number. Government will be informed. If you call us, we'll be informing them as well in a different manner. But what we can do maybe is also give you advice. The advice is continues to be the same in both numbers. Stay home. We'll get you somebody if we think that you are have possibilities of having this new condition and we'll send out the officials to come take a sample to then take it back to the hospital and test it. And they're working on trying to get more tests because right now we don't have enough tests. Absolutely. Is that correct? Yes. The health department is right now uh, trying to acquire more tests so we can ac actually cover some of the needs that we're going to have in the 
in the next few weeks. So do you think Nosara is going to suffer an outbreak? Yes. At some point, it's not if, it's when. We are all currently under uh, the microscope. We're all at risk. We already have it in the country. We have it in the city, the larger city being Nicoya. So if we don't take the right steps to counteract, to stop the spread of the virus, absolutely sure, we will be seeing some cases in Nosara. We also have to take into account that we have a lot of travelers. We are a tourist-based community, and uh, by all means, no disrespect to anybody traveling, but if you have traveled in the last two weeks from any of the areas in the world that have cases, there is a chance you brought it with you because you may not be sick. You may not even have a runny nose or feel bad. There's a large percentage of people that will not even realize that they were in contact or that they were actually sick. So we need to be responsible now and avoid the spread from this virus. That makes sense. That's also very scary. So when people hear things like that, sometimes they start to panic. And I know because I see in the media elsewhere, people are fighting over toilet paper and over necessities and supplies and stores. Do you see that type of situation making it to Nosara? Or do you think we can remain relatively calm? We'll have plenty of food. We'll have plenty of water and people should be okay. Mm -hmm. What's your opinion? Well, we shouldn't panic. We should be prepared. And that's part of what we've been doing in the last couple of months as a society uh, until we reach this point. Uh, but we shouldn't panic. We should just be prepared. Uh, how do we get prepared? We stock for 14 days. We don't stock for two months. We need to allow our neighbor to have resources as well. We go to the supermarket, one member per family. We don't send a sick member to the supermarket. We don't send an elder either to the supermarket. So there are ways in we can shop a little bit more safe. Um, Nosara has seen a rise, definitely. I've been around in the, in the commerce and the owners have told me that, yes, there is an increase uh, of, the, of the purchases in the last few days of all the perishables and non-perishables. Uh, I haven't seen the racks empty. We can get to that point, but we just, we need to stay calm. If we stay calm, we're not going to run out of resources that are then going to make us have other issues that will actually allow the virus to propagate even more. Gotcha. So your advice is stock up for 14 days, shop responsibly, and don't panic. Don't, don't panic. go buy out the store of anything. Relax. We should be okay, uh, ac according to your opinion right now. Absolutely. Don't panic. If you haven't traveled outside of Costa Rica, you shouldn't be panicking. If you practice social distancing and you avoid coming in contact with travelers from known regions, you shouldn't be panicking. The least amount of contact we possibly have with this virus it's, is how we have peace of mind. And also by staying safe ourselves and staying safe for others. That's why we have to in, instate all the protocols of hygiene. In your opinion, how much of this is due to media hype? Because the media circulates stories and people get scared and then they react and then they go buy out the store 
how much of what we're experiencing right now is media hype and then how much of it is is real like it is mm -hmm. what you really should take seriously well the media does have its um um has its role in all of this uh but remember that we are the actors we're hearing news we're being told don't panic don't go out and buy all the supplies you can possibly find what do we do exactly the opposite we're being told stay home self-isolate what do we do get on a plane travel the world go on that vacation that's what we're seeing so the media puts out their information but we're we are the ones that actually decide how to act so we should be smarter than everything that's being put out there so you're, you're saying it comes back to stay calm shop for 14 days absolutely stay could, at home practice isolation <laughs> yeah absolutely it gives me frustration just as a human being not even as a health professional of course as a health professional i just go like what is going on it's like you are not listening you're hearing but you are not listening to all the guidelines it seems like all of the numbers and the people sick and all the countries and the airports shutting down hasn't been enough how much do we need I think that for some people, the reality will come when they're until they're finally sick or they're stuck very far away from home with mm. even less resources. Would it be fair to say maybe it's time just to ignore the media as a whole for the most part and just do your self quarantine for a couple of weeks, then come back out and kind of see what's going on? <laughs> well, we shouldn't ignore the media because we have to get our news we have to get our our uh our facts uh so we know what the current situation uh because it's an ever-changing uh situation uh but you're right with the advice we should isolate self-isolate self-quarantine for the next 14 days and reassess that's exactly what we need to do so here in costa rica when people greet each other and when they say goodbye, it's very affectionate. We're always slapping fists and bumping and hugging and kissing and all these things. Um, how do you feel about that right now? Well, it's part of what makes us. Uh, it's part of the warmth of the people of the country. Uh, but I think that in the same manner, we can be responsible because we're trying to express how much we care for the person that it's coming. I think that in the same manner, we can avoid the contact and tell them, hey, I don't want you to get sick. I, I respect your personal space. Okay, so let's role play it. Hey, Troy, it's good to see you, buddy. What's going on, man? Hey, Rich, how are you? It also works for a goodbye. <laughs> it really does. All right, so fist bumping drops your percentage of issues. Elbowing drops your percentage of issues. Foot touching drops your percentage of issues, but your vote is none. Your vote's the wave. Correct. Nice. Because all we're, do all we're doing there is trying to cut a corner. We're trying to figure out how sneaky we can be to say hello. So when you hear social distancing, no touching distance, that's what it means. You don't need to, oh, but what if, what if? No, you've been told, wash your hands, cover when you cough and sneeze social distancing got it so let's just start waving at each other absolutely all right i like that plan i suggested that on a video 
a couple of days ago. <laughs> um, hey, does it help you to know what people on the street are saying? Absolutely. Okay. Um, the reason why I'm asking this question is because I've been doing a series of videos mm-hmm. and people at first, they were just saying, oh, it's media hype. And when the media came out, people were yelling at me saying, how could you release those videos? My point to them is you, the professional, wanted to know that people are saying that so you could come do things like this and actually address the truth. The good news is the second series of videos is people started taking it more seriously and I'm guessing by next week, people, hopefully we can't find anyone to interview because they're all at home chilling out. But we'll see how it goes. It gives you a good perspective, I think. It lets you know what everybody else thinks and is doing. So you can you can make an informed decision, too. Hmm. That person is touching their face the whole time. They're saying hello to everybody. They're going out and about. Is that the person I'm going to say hello? Just think how many of us are doing that. So do you want to be exposed? People will realize realize soon that all of this exposure is detrimental to the situation. Oh, big time. It really is. If we can avoid a massive outbreak, this is my opinion. If we can avoid a significant outbreak here, I think our businesses, I think our livelihood, I think the town as a whole will come back so much stronger, will be so much better off but that takes the discipline of action right now and it requires some very tough decisions um, i personally need the income from march and april to make it those are very important months for me but at the same time we're closing down our business or at least changing it to voluntary status um, and it's tough man it's tough because we really need that income but at the same time this situation is an extenuating circumstance and this is this is this doesn't happen very often this is a big deal if we handle it right we'll recover sooner and we'll get through but i do want to just speak a voice out there for the people who need the income to survive no mm-hmm. is an expensive place absolutely and a lot of people have money here and mm-hmm. they can just take off no problem mm-hmm. i'll just hang out mm-hmm. home with the kids mm-hmm. for two weeks no big mm-hmm. deal and they're sending it around on social media and and god bless them i'm very happy for them that's wonderful but at the same time some of us don't have all that much money stored up to where we have to work and we have to make it and that's a really tough call well there there are some of us that will need and will have to go out and work in order to uh to subsist uh we gotta be smart we gotta be responsible so for everybody out there that actually has to go out to make a living social distancing not saying hello physically if you sneeze or cough whether you're sick or not because if you're sick you should be home cover yourself don't spread the virus when you're at your workplace avoid contact you need to be careful and you'll be able to pull it off if you're you're going through an economic crisis don't add a health crisis it's it's already bad enough that if you get sick and you have low resources or not so much saved up or you're just it's just going to be more difficult for you to get through that's actually a pretty good point. That's a powerful quote. If you already have an economic crisis, don't start a health crisis too, because then you're really going to be in a bad spot. Mm-hmm. And it's also a time, it's a time for change and it's a time for, 
for humankind to to make a halt and look back at everything that is happening. And this is something that we can do if we stop being selfish, if we let go of certain economical needs of certain things. No need to go to a mall. Yes, the economy has to continue, but we don't have to go and congregate movies. There are things, a lot of things that we can um, avoid doing, but it's, it's, it's also something that we have to understand. There's a lot of uh, social changes that will come. A lot of anxiety will happen. A lot of people will, will not be able to deal with isolation, but it's a hard word. If you're being asked, is you're being asked to stay home. You're staying home with your peers, with your family. You can be in the same room with certain distance. If you guys are not coming into contact, make sure that you're not sick. You can still do familiar stuff, just not in close direct contact, but you can be in the same household, have conversations. So an opportunity to spend time with your children, to think about what you're doing, what are we doing in during these times of trouble. Gotcha. So your point is use this opportunity that's ever so rare. Use this as a reset button. Absolutely. It's a it's a re reset button for our, our mindsets as a society. Because we are being faced with a world issue. And there have been many, but they tend to be isolated or they tend to be in certain areas when we're having conflicts like war or poverty. Now we're finally all touched by the same invisible threat That's that doesn't point. respect age, creed, sex. It doesn't care who you are. If you're not careful, it will get you. Okay. So let's say we have an outbreak in Nosara. We don't have enough tests to get around to see everyone. How do we fix it? Is it just the self-quarantine? That's what we're expecting or that's that's what we want. We don't have enough tests. We don't have enough resources to treat everybody. We have to also look back and, and make the people understand that some people won't even know that they're sick. Other people will have mild symptoms. 80% will have mild symptoms. Only 20% will require medical attention. Only 5% will require uh, critical health care. So what are we hearing? You should stay home. Maybe you'll have some fever, coughing, some other symptoms, but they will go, they will pass, you'll be fine. It ha does have a higher mortality rate than the common flu, than the common cold, but it's not going to be mortal for everybody. What we're trying to avoid is the social spread for those who are susceptible like senior citizens, people with underlying conditions, people with immunosuppression. We're trying to help the rest of the population of the world not have a fatal outcome while the health resources get ready, maybe even get a vaccine out in the next year or so. And then the population can be vaccinated and not have a fatal outcome from, from this disease. Is there a chance that with the borders being closed and the self-quarantine and the, the stuff that's going, the actions that are happening right now, is there a chance that in a couple of months life can come back to normal and Nosara can keep going? I, I truly believe so. If we all are, if we all take uh, matters into our hands, if we are all responsible, 
we as a society have the chance to stop this, to make it halt, to make it slow down. We're probably not going to stop it. This is going to be, it's already is widespread. It's just how fast it goes, that it doesn't over, overwhelm our society, our businesses, our healthcare systems. That makes sense. I completely understand. Do you think getting IV drips with vitamin C and all that type of stuff, do you think that's a good idea or do you think that's a bad idea or there's what's no, your opinion on that? There's no proven uh, benefit from those. Um, actually, there are studies that show that vitamin C does not help in recovering, avoiding the common flu. We have no scientific data backing up any of these therapies in order to not get it. What we do know is that we don't get it by keeping our distance from others that may have it. Probably it'll pull you a risk because it made you go out to a supermarket, to a drugstore and have unnecessary contact. Same as going to a, any clinic or any doctor. If you do so, you're accessing health services in a time that is no need. If you don't have an emergency, please refrain from going to the doctor. If you only have common cold symptoms, or even you think you have coronavirus symptoms, stay home. If you go out to check it out, to get tested, you're getting people sick on the way. Every time you go out and you have contact with one person, that person will get another group of persons sick. And that's how the cases multiply very fast. Okay. So, Troy, my understanding is this could potentially be a recurring type of flu and you don't know just yet, but that is the way it's looking that that could happen as in next season. It could mm -hmm. be this coronavirus, but with a little bit extra kind of like th that's a possibility, right? Absolutely. It's a it's a new virus in the sense that it's uh, just affecting humanity. There are other subtypes of coronavirus. We don't know yet. We don't know if it's going to have the uh, potential to mutate just like the influenza virus. And we're going to have a seasonal uh, coronavirus going around. We don't know. So we have to take action right now. There will be a chance that maybe in the near future of about a year to 18 months, there will be a vaccine developed that just like the vaccine for the common cold vi uh, virus right now has no effect for the virus of the previous year. So we're facing something new yeah that's what i was getting at so it seems like if you go out and get a flu shot that's for that's old news yeah uh, it's not even for this virus that is going around right now it's for the virus of last year so i guess that further emphasizes the your support for the current actions and closing the borders closing the schools not going to restaurants shopping sporadically and all that good stuff mm -hmm. okay that makes a great deal of sense um and one of my last questions, I've been seeing out in the media, some pieces saying, make sure you take acetaminophen instead of ibuprofen or vice versa. Is there any type of medical evidence to that stuff right now? Well, so far, there's no medical evidence. Uh, if you are having symptoms that you want to deal with, like fever or pain, you should take a medication to do so. Uh, those are the more commons on the market. Uh, are more common use, at least in our government, uh, you can choose either or. Okay, so it's not, you don't have any evidence as to which one to take just yet. Correct. All right, so to recap your visit here on the No Sorrow Podcast, 
stay home, <laughs> stop going out. When you do shop, shop responsibly. Just send one person. Buy two weeks worth of stuff. Don't go buy out the shelves. Don't panic. Don't freak out. Um, if you do show symptoms, still stay home. Don't go anywhere. And only go to the hospital or the doctors if it is incredibly intense. Like if it's a real, real, real serious type of situation. Did I do a decent synopsis there? I think you got it, Rich. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and the, oh, and for the quarantine part, you said two weeks, at least two weeks, and then let's see what's going on from there. That's, I believe I understood. Correct. Um, hopefully we can have uh, you or Alejandro back next week because this thing is changing. Sometimes it's changing daily. So it's, uh, it's hard for us to keep up to edit the podcast, get the information out and try to send it all out. So Absolutely. thank you guys for doing the Q and a, um, I did put that out last night on video. So if people can watch the question and answer with you guys, um, Dr. Alejandro's podcast has subtitles. We're going to try to get them on this. It takes a great deal of time to put all this stuff together. So give us a, <laughs> give us a couple days. Absolutely. But, um, we're going to get this out there and I really appreciate you coming on. Um, is there anything else you want to say to anyone uh, why you have this platform be happy there's a tomorrow to look forward to if we take care together we can do it this is something that together if we all pitch in we can overcome like we have other times in in history absolutely thanks for coming on hey thank you rich <laughs>